Hello, everybody. Welcome to Make It Joy. We're going to take the next several episodes and talk about something that we all know that we should do, but for lots of reasons and possibly excuses, we just have a tough time doing, and that is taking care of ourselves. So for the next few episodes, we will be talking all about self-care. I'll be giving you some ideas on what you can do to take care of yourselves and how to motivate yourself too. Also, we're going to talk about what it actually means and how you can make it what something that works for you. And we're going to take a little bit of time also to talk about what is keeping you from taking care of yourself. So we'll dig into that. And this will be a hopefully very helpful few episodes. There will be some fun. There will be some serious moments. And I hope you're ready to dig in. And over the next few episodes, I'd like for you to come in with the focus and intention of actually wanting and trying to take care of yourself better. So as you listen to these episodes, do your best not to just receive the words passively. I want you to try and take an active step in this and actually try to take care of yourself and just move in the direction of caring for you in the way that you deserve. Okay, so this is today's episode and that is why is self-care important? Have fun. Hi, I'm Caroline Music, and I'm a certified life and spiritual coach, and I love to help women live life with more joy. My job is to completely and wholeheartedly believe the best in you and believe the best for you. I think that life is meant to be enjoyed, and we're meant to live with passion, purpose, and fun. In this podcast, we will talk about all things joy, what brings you joy, what keeps you from joy, and how to just enjoy life more in general. You are uniquely and wonderfully made, and you are who you are and how you are for a reason. My hope for you is that you will adore being you. Build a life you love, soak up as many moments as you can, and enjoy the heck out of life. Welcome to the Make It Joy Podcast. guys, welcome back to the show. I'm so glad you're here. I hope that you have had a nice week, nice month, nice summer, that you are taking moments to enjoy your season. And as for me, I, I'm enjoying the summer very much. The kids are home. And uh, while precious, it's very tiring. But I, we are all in the middle of an Alabama summer here, which means that the days are very, very hot and humid and wet, but it makes for gorgeous evenings. I just, I love the light that happens right around dusk. It's just, it, there's no light like summertime. And, but another thing that I've, oh, I've just so appreciated about this season is in our backyard, we have fireflies. And we have uh, we have a pretty good sized lot. It's about an acre, and there are lots of trees on it. It's like a I'd say it's like a half wooded lot. But at night, like in the pitch of night, the pitch black of night, maybe midnight or so, if you wake up, which you shouldn't be up at midnight, but I always am for one reason or another, 
and I look out the window, there are so many fireflies. I mean, we get tons and tons and some are low to the ground and some are up like high in the trees and it's it's so dark and there you can see all of these fireflies just twinkling in the like in the treetops and it's it's just a wonder it's so peaceful and it's so cool too when i was dating my husband matthew uh he told me about the fireflies that are in North Carolina every summer, um, they like they blink at the same time. They flash at the same time, and they're they're all in cahoots. And it's only for two or three weeks of the summer. And there are I think two or three places that do it in in or around Asheville. And you have to you actually have to sign up for a lottery to to get a parking spot to go and see it and so we we've tried twice and we haven't gotten it but one day i hope to go and see all of the fireflies lighting up of course now that i've told you you may sign up too and then that's going to make my chances even worse so i think it would be best if you forget i just told you that and enjoy your fireflies in your backyard and then after i go see the fireflies and Asheville, I can tell you again, and then you can sign up for the lottery and you can go see the fireflies in Asheville. I think that's what we'll do. Okay. All right, guys. So as you are having your summer, how is your self-care? That's what we're talking about today is why is self-care important and how can taking care of yourself help you live a more joyful life? And so what what has your care routine looked like lately? Do you even have a routine? And you don't have to have a routine, but every day you want to do something where you're looking out for you. You're replenishing you in some way. So how's it been going? Just take a moment and think about it. In what ways have you routinely taking care of yourself? In what ways have you really struggled with it? And what is the main thing that is keeping you from taking the best care of yourself? For me, it would be not just one thing. I have a few that are all in one little tidy little bundle. One is precious children that <laughs> are very young, so they're always asking me to do stuff. As soon as I get one of them a cup of water, the other one wants some milk. <laughs> so there's just kind of a constant uh, service and love happening. And um, and I, I'm kind of pooped by the time I take care of them. And at the end of the day, it's very tempting to just relax on the couch and watch some, you know, some dumb, dumb shows where I don't have to think. My favorite shows usually are shows... <laughs> Or shows that I've already seen, that I know they're going to fall in love. They're all going to be happy. I've seen it 10, 10 times, 10,000 times, and I just have it on, and I don't have to worry about the outcome. I just get to, you know, relax and watch who, what Meg and Tom Hanks just fall in love for the nth time. But it's very tempting, I think, to just kind of quit the day and, and go into total relax 
sloth mode even. And that's fine. I'm, I'm certainly not going to dump on that. But I do know that if I, when I take the time to have a little bit of that just lazy bones time and then have maybe a curfew, nine o'clock curfew, uh, nine o'clock curfew, I'm doing relaxing stuff that is replenishing that's building me up in some way, like, like watching something, a documentary that's relaxing and educational or taking a bath or reading something, uh, studying something, uh, journaling, just anything that isn't completely, completely just uh, lazy bones, totally idle. I do feel better. So I would say that that having what feels like um, being pulled on a lot by other people and the other people at the moment really are the tiny people, but it can be anybody. And having that, that pattern, that habit of wanting to just go and sit and, and become idle and, and lazy instead of finding a different way to very gently and very in a relaxed way, be productive like I said, with maybe, you know, the, the reading. So those are my two big difficulties at the moment. What are yours? What's in your way? What habits have you got that keep interrupting your, your care for yourself? And is there a way that you could make a change there? Is there a way that you could very gently maybe do something that is for your betterment, do something that's going to bring you more to life or, or, care for you more. So consider what that might be. And we are, let, let's have a chat about a blog post that I wrote all about self-care. You can find that on the website, www.makeitjoy.com. And it would be under blog. And it's one of the early blogs I wrote. And uh, it is, why is self-care so important? Uh, w- one thing I have said before is that self-care is the broccoli of joy. It's the nutritious part that you need to eat and you need your body to function properly. And so we eat these kind of boring vegetables, but your body needs it. It's something you have to do to be in, in good form. Um, and I tell my daughter, Madeline, who is five, that you have to eat your vegetables and your fruit first because your body needs the good stuff so that you can go st- grow strong and you can grow healthy and it makes you nicer. You can't have a solid foundation for having joy in your life if you're coming from a place of basic needs deficiency. When you're drained, you can't fully enjoy yourself or give your best to others. I mean, at least not for any extended time. And if you're living and giving from a place of depletion, you can't be the fullest version of yourself and you you can't give with a full heart. And when that happens, resentment pops up. And and my fellow twos on the Enneagram may know that it's a joy to give until it isn't. After you pour yourself out and you share beyond your physical or your emotional needs, there comes a point when you say, I need to feel appreciated. (laughs) And one way to do that is to appreciate yourself. Show yourself some of that appreciation. Make sure you're filled up before you get to that point of resentment. You always want to be working from a baseline minimum of your basic needs are being met. Anything on top of that 
is extra great. So, okay, let's take this approach of self-care that you must meet your basic needs first so you can be strong and healthy. And it makes you nice. I think the components of self-care are to nourish your body, nurture your soul, enrich your mind, care for your vulnerabilities, and embrace simple pleasures. So nourishing your body, you put good stuff in your body. You take vitamins, you eat fruits and vegetables, you you crowd out the junk with nourishing foods. And I, I love that mm, description or image uh, so much more than like getting rid of the junk or um, quit eating bad food. Instead, you just keep adding the good into your your diet, your your life. Also, that there becomes less space for the stuff that's depleting you. Um, you also want to drink enough water, at least eighty ounces, and make sure that this is done well before bedtime, or you will be like me and you will wake up non-stop all night to have a TT party. Okay, rest well. Now, this one is way easier said than done, but there are some things that you can do to help get into a good sleep space. An evening ritual is, that's a great thing that'll help you out. You want to aim to go to bed about the same time every night, if you can, a night-night curfew. Do one or two things that you find relaxing, like follow your skincare routine, read a book, meditate, turn off your electronics, save your stimulating activities like the screens and exercise. You want to do that at, at least an hour before bed if you can. And change your sheets and your pillowcases. That's good for your face, for one thing. But also, you'll feel clean and you won't feel yuck in your own bed. I also, I've started using silk pillowcases. Well, it's for vanity, really. Uh, they supposedly help you to not wrinkle much on your face and they keep your hair smooth because I think that the, uh, there's not as much friction kind of dragging your face as with cotton, whatever. They just, they feel great. And if you get the right kind, you feel cool all night long and sheets. I love me a bamboo sheet. What can I say? Same thing. Nice and cool. But you also, you know, if you bring the temperature down in your room, so it's cool, that can be a very nice thing. It can help you sleep. Find a ritual for letting go of your thoughts and your burdens at the end of the day. A lot of people, and at different times this includes me, but a ton of people, as soon as they lay down, it's like their brain goes, all right, time to wake up and time to think of all of the amazing ideas that I could have had during the day, but I'm just going to have all of them right now. And if I don't write them down or spend time thinking about them or Google them, I'll never remember them again. And so your wonderful brain can be a real punk when it's time to go to bed. You know, it's one thing I find that really helps with that. Well, a couple things, breathing, just a slow in and a slow out over and over till I'm calmer and it just relaxes my brain. Uh, I like to do meditations. I, I do most of mine on Insight Timer, which I really like. There are a, a bazillion meditations on there. And you can pick the style and the time that you want. But also I'll do tapping sometimes. 
EFT, what's that emotional freedom technique, where there are these pressure points on your body that sends signals to uh, your brain or your nervous system. You go through it several times while you're saying messages to yourself, or you can just do it in quiet, but you're touching the same points at each round, like you do it on the, the karate chop of your hand, where you would haya somebody. You do it on your temple, under your eye. Anyway, when I do that, and I'm just lying there in the dark, I'll fall asleep tapping. It's like, oh, this is too much work. I'm going to... And then I just doze off. So those are some things that help me. But the point is, find what helps you. Get rest. If for whatever reason you are unable to get a full night's sleep, it's okay. Try and catch a snooze later in the day. Maybe you can get a little nap. Maybe you can go to bed earlier. But, but you want to find your way of resting your body. Uh, exercise. And I think exercise is important. I, you know, I'm a certified yoga teacher and a certified Pilates instructor. And I taught for, I don't know, 12 or 13 years, I think. But um, the older I've gotten, the more I realize, for me anyway, it's not about just busting your body. You want to do exercise that you actually enjoy. And you want to try and find something that helps you feel strong and flexible. And I don't think that intense workouts are a must in in any way uh, exercising your heart and keeping your heart in good shape is but do what you find helpful and if you don't find it helpful find something else but mindful movement that takes you closer to feeling well and capable that's what you're looking for i think there's a huge benefit to gentle movement and just staying active throughout the whole day um, remember you're, you're always trying to fill your tank not deplete it so that's your guide you also want to enrich your mind. Uh, Warren Buffett says that he just sits in his office and he reads all day. And I would do that too if I had a quadrillion dollars. But what he's saying is activate your mind. When we're young and we're in school, we are forced to get smarter every single day. And every day is an intellectual pursuit. But the, the downside of being out of school is that like our minds aren't stretched and they aren't enriched in the same ways when we had this eight hour learning sprint all day, every day. And the upside though, there is an upside. You're able to pick whatever you want to learn and you can learn it however you want to. And you can be a whole lot smarter at the thing that you actually care about being a whole lot smarter about. So read often and discuss interesting topics Challenge your own ideas. I think that's important. I think, and this is a little side note soapbox. I'll try not to go down it. Just a, a quickie here. Use your mind and consider if the thoughts that you are thinking and the opinions you have are what you actually believe. Critical thinking is so important. Why am I thinking that? Do I actually believe that? Is this really important? Just challenge your own ideas. I think it's important to... Absolutely, to have beliefs, but, and this is an opinion, I just think it's important to always be open to learning more and changing and growing uh, with those beliefs. So the point is, learn as much as you can. Make learning a hobby. Another thing that you're going to want to do is to nurture your soul. We 
are more than our body. There is a soul beneath all of us uh, just in this life. And sometimes we can feel disconnected from our spirit and we just focus on what's superficial and immediate and what's right in front of our face around us. And like, for instance, how often do we move from one thing to another and just look forward to the next thing? So we want to do things that satisfy us on a deep level, spend time in nature, have conversations with God, visit nostalgic places, read inspiring quotes. What things genuinely help you connect with the true soul of you? Who are you? You want to check in with that and nurture that part of yourself. Care for your vulnerabilities. So we all have these and taking care of your mental and your emotional health, that is an ongoing thing. Sometimes they both need a lot of attention and sometimes they don't. That's great when they don't. But it's something that at minimum, you always need to just check in on regularly. Stress and anxiety, um, they are just so prevalent. I mean, just think about it. Hey, how are you? I'm stressed. How often do you hear that from people? I'm busy. I'm stressed. Almost everyone I know, almost, is stressed. They describe themselves as stressed a lot of the time. And that's become our baseline. That's become how we operate. Um, stress is kind of the what's well, the accepted starting point of your day. And we don't want that. We want you to come from a place of peace and a place of contentment and a place of feeling really grounded so that when the, the chaos or the hurry comes in, we don't feel blown away by it. We feel rooted and steady. And then the, the stress we'll observe as something just passing by. We won't really take it into ourselves as much. And that's something that takes a ton of work. So ideally, you're not waiting until you feel like you're out of sorts to care for your vulnerabilities. You have an ongoing prevention and maintenance routine. And I mean, this can be as simple as an evening breathing meditation or saying things that you're grateful for in the morning or during the day. And another thing to check in on is your emotional life. All of the feelings are normal and they all show up at different times and for different durations and sometimes they make sense and sometimes they don't and that is everyone's experience. That's just feelings, thoughts and feelings. That's just how it is. So we want to be able to almost stay separate a little bit so that you can observe those feelings so that you're not going to become reactive, easily offended quickly angered or sad and you can't seem to get out of it. If, if you're in that place, it's something that you need to tend to. And you tend to it in your own way. That could be with a counselor or, or journaling or going outside and just seeing the sunset. But you want to do what helps you feel your best and what makes you feel like you are in charge of yourself. And you just want to know where you're sensitive, keep an eye on it, and do what you need to do to be kind to yourself. Uh, embracing simple pleasures is my favorite. <laughs> Doing stuff just because you want to do it, and you can just let your indulgent side come out and play. Wee! So think pampering, bubble baths, going to the movies, and traveling, and 
enjoying your hobbies, getting a little treat for yourself or, you know, some fufu champagne or what, what do you just delight in doing for the heck of it? Another simple pleasure is time well spent with friends. So true friendship, that is one of life's great simple pleasures. A soul tie friend, that is um, a gift. And when you can be open and show your true self and share unconditional love and forgive each other easily, you've got something that's priceless. But the less serious, equally important uh, friendship is the totally <laughs> for fun, sophomoric, silly friendship where it's not about depth. It's not about uh, solving anything or talking about your feelings. It's, it is, this is the group of friends that it, that's mostly for recreation and for laughs. And this group is lighthearted. They help you remember to have fun just for fun's sake. And how great is it just to be with someone who makes you laugh and brings out your most irreverent, loose, and silly self? To appreciate play and laughter and just a plain old good time, it's just, it's a must. It's invaluable. It's important to tend to both of these friendships. The silly fun one, where you just totally let loose, and then the one that's nurturing your soul, nurturing your mind and your emotions. Okay, so that is my blueprint for your self-care foundation. Uh, when you are taken care of and you're living from a point of contentment and fullness, you're way better able to receive joy and blessings and give freely to others. And as human beings, we've got to recognize that we are all, every one of us, we are all in need of constant nourishment and attention. Every single one of us. Self-care is not a weakness. It's not a luxury. It's, it's your broccoli. You have to have it every day to be strong and healthy and just to have that baseline of taken care of. So if you are interested in more self-care, I have a self-care coaching package where we will talk about what, what your self-care looks like, what you want it to look like, what it actually means to you, what's standing in the way. We'll come up with um, what you can do to take care of yourself and then we'll check in with each other and uh, make sure you're doing it and tweak it as we go. Also, I have a 30-second self-care guide on my website. It will be on my resources page, and it's a freebie. You can just download it. It's a, uh, it's a pretty short guide where you can come up with different ways to care for yourself regardless of the amount of time you have, whether you have 30 seconds, whether you have a whole weekend, um, and you'll also find out what things are not self-care, what stuff seems like care but isn't. Like I said, for me, um, lying on the couch and just totally relaxing and watching some, you know, mindless show, maybe like where people get married and they've never seen each other. <laughs> not interested, can't take my eyes off of it. So something like that, not actually self-care if I do it for any length of time. Uh, so, okay, I hope that this is helpful to you. Just give your, give your own your version of how you are caring for yourself, how you're taking care of your, your soul and your mind and your friendships and pampering yourself. How are you looking on all that? Give it a think.
All right, gang, I hope that this is helpful for you. Just take inventory of you and how you're doing with taking care of yourself. And have an awesome week. Go and look for some fireflies. Maybe they're in your backyard too. All right, see you next time. Bye-bye. Okay, gang, that's it for today. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you've been inspired, encouraged, and have had a great time. If you'd like to know more about working with me, having me as your own personal coach, check out my website, www.makeitjoy.com. You'll also find all of my resources, recommendations, and freebies on there as well. If this podcast is your kind of thing, I would so appreciate your support. Please leave me a five-star review and help spread the word. If you'd like to say hello, I would love to hear from you. Send an email to caroline at makeitjoy.com. I will read it and I will get back to you. I love the Make It Joy community. Y'all are a really beautiful, lovely group of people. And I appreciate you all so much. Enjoy being you. Enjoy your life. And go make it joy. I'll see you next time.